0: Welcome to the third episode of the Halftime Team Talk podcast. On today's episode, we're going to discuss the results from the weekend just gone in the Premier League. We're also going to discuss, whether Chelsea's new owners right to sack Thomas Tuchel this early after spending £250 million in the summer? Also, we're going to talk about VAR and how it can be changed for the better. And lastly, with the Champions League starting this week, we'll brush over this week's results in Europe and who we think are the teams to look out for. With me today on the podcast, we've got... Alvi. Hello. Johnson. Hello. Briar. Hello there. CB. Tom. Hello. And our newcomer, Voyage.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: First podcast, are you excited?
1: I'm very excited. Let's get into it.
0: Excited for the United part, I'm sure. Uh, Should we start with Liverpool, (laughs) Everton? Do you want to go first, Raya?
2: I mean, I can do if you want, but it's just going to be me ranting about how great Tom Davis is, and I um, expect him to sign a new contract and uh, stay with us for another uh, four years, please.
0: 300 grand a week.
2: (laughs) I mean, (laughs) yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm happy you can get a point against Liverpool, but I, I think we could have won, to be honest. I know it was like end-to-end at points and everyone hit the post and all the rest of it, but I just think we just had more more chances, like the Mopai chance, um, like we're just one-on-one. All he had to do was stick it either side. Obviously, I'm not saying Alison couldn't have saved it, but he could have just Mopi could have done better. Yeah,
3: that
0: should um, have been a goal, definitely.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, and I say Tom Davis, for some reason, has to shoot with the outside of his foot and try and curl it into the top corner, so... Hopefully we see him in the championship next year. Um, and um, yeah, but you know, as I said, like you guys had like just as many chances really. And obviously Pickford was a he brought his informed card. Um, yeah,
0: he was very good. Yeah injured now though.
2: though. Well, you know, when you make that many saves in a game, he was. <laughs> <Strained it. laughs> himself.
0: I was just reading here. So five of the last six games that Goodison have been nil nil. Oh wow! Well, so I kind of that. expected it. I kind
4: of expected it. Yeah. But it's Everton's biggest game of the season, isn't it? So they're always going to turn up against Liverpool. To be fair. Well, I
0: was going to say. To be I'm fair, going to make it. I don't think they have really turned up
5: most times. They,
0: well, I was yeah. going to say, like the last the last five games at Goodison, and well, especially at Anfield as well. But at Goodison, they just time waste the whole time. They, just, they shut up shop to try and get a point, but they actually came out at us this time, and I was quite impressed with Everton. To be fair.
4: With how Liverpool are right now, so they should, and so should oh, any yeah, team should yeah, give yeah. us a game. <laughs> yeah. We're there for the taking right now. Look at... I know, we know we're talking about the Merseyside Derby, but look at the Napoli game afterwards. You're going, teams give us a go. We're leaking goals like a sieve right now. So, yeah. Yeah, it's
0: not
2: I, great. I'm going to be honest. I completely forgot like Salah was even playing. I think that's the first time I've ever watched a Liverpool game. i <sighs> like like, oh, did Salah play? I didn't even know he was on.
0: I read a stat the other day. I don't know it exactly... But it was something like the last 44 games, he scored eight goals.
5: Which, when you consider
0: how good he has been, that's just crazy.
4: He's been a different player since African Cup of Nations, hasn't he, basically?
0: Yeah.
4: yeah. Before African Cup of Nations, Salah was undoubtedly better than Mane in terms of form for Liverpool, etc. But after AFCON, it was the other way around. Well, he obviously got the joint golden
0: boot, and it was basically all the goals he scored in the first half of the season.
4: Yeah. Him. But um, the, we- the weird thing with Salah at the moment... I know we-, we were talking about him, and I've just just jumped in and started immediately talking about Liverpool like, but because you were That's saying about Salah... He's just, just sat about on about the right, right wing now. Yeah, OK. But he is just sat on the right wing, isn't he? There's, the- there's not so much of him... Uh, well, the one time he did actually cut inside and actually have a go, he nearly nicked the... Uh, yeah, Nick, the winner of the Derby game. as well, was a save onto the post by Pickford. But That's otherwise, he was yeah, really quiet. I fully expect him to happen, to be honest, because it always happens. He'll just... It always seems like we score a late goal against Everton, yeah. But unfortunately, the Dark Lord Origi, the uh, slayer of Evertonians, is uh, no longer there anymore. But oh. Not to but be, I mean, but I think no, a draw was a end. fair result in the end. It was quite end-to-end. I what think it would have been
0: where Henderson scored in the last minute and it got ruled for offside or something. I uh, remember yeah. That? Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, because, a, yeah, because
4: wasn't it Mane was deemed offside, yeah. but he yeah, was like he bang on the line. But yeah, uh, VAR, it's amazing. I love it. I mean, you know, VAR doesn't oh, we'll work, they checked the uh, they
2: checked the Van Dijk thing and you know got it wrong again. But <laughs> uh, we won't go.
4: Uh, you me, okay?
5: you okay? I yeah, you fine, mean you mean the yeah, definite
4: definitely. yellow cards from Van Dyke that was barely mentioned by anyone afterwards? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it wasn't wasn't,
2: wasn't wasn't mentioned by Liverpool fans, so therefore no one mentioned it, and VAR said it was fine, so VAR was fine. So we all agree, so.
0: I always it's used, a, used to think. I don't know how what everyone else's opinion on this. Of Johnson, you might know something, but I used to think Connor Cody was a Liverpool fan.
1: Yeah, he, he definitely didn't look like a Liverpool fan in that moment, no. did he? <laughs> that,
0: that, that celebration was like 10, 15 years of... I never got in your team, but suck on it.
4: I mean, m- most most footballers probably do support a certain club, but when you're playing for Everton and you score a big goal, you're still going to celebrate, right? You know? True, I, true. I, I hate it, if any, if anybody's it's the other way around, I hate it when players don't celebrate. Yeah, you know, when they're like, oh, I'm trying to show a little bit of respect, and I was like, why? They're probably giving you dogs abuse, or, like, just just celebrate. I don't think there's any, like, problem with celebrating. I, know, I mean, obviously you can go too far. As long as you don't. I don't see a problem with wears, a bit yeah. of a celebration. <laughs> what, if Gerald celebrated concert. against you guys, you weren't happy there,
2: were you? <laughs> Who against those, sorry. <laughs> when, when Sterling celebrated his goal against you, you weren't there. Oh, that's just because I don't <laughs> like Sterling. But
0: I imagine if Gerrard had gone to Chelsea and then he came back to Anfield and then started like giving it the big one at the cop. Would you have liked that?
4: Again, it would no, have been up to you. him to do it. I wouldn't have liked yeah. it, but I'd think it'd be you know you're entitled to celebrate if you score a goal. I don't like the whole like oh you know hands you know they're like hands up. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to celebrate. and Yeah, all their teammates jump on them and celebrate anyway. Going well, does it matter? Yeah, yeah. I'll just stand there and hold my hands up.
0: Uh, one thing I've noticed, by the way, I don't know if you've noticed, but Nunes seems to have, like, he seems to be, like, a villain to other fans for some reason. So, like, I don't know if it's because of the price tag or whatever, but whenever we play anyone, whenever he gets the ball, everyone's, like, like waiting for him to cock up. Yeah, it's because
2: he's easy it's... to wind up, that's why. I yeah, it's shown, shown that he's not like Price tag and so everyone the, knows that um, you can't wind him up yeah I feel like he's
0: going to be kind of like a Diego Costa type thing where when he scores he'll be like giving giving it back to them
3: I was literally just going to come him to Diego Costa
0: yeah that's what it reminds me of um yeah, I but... have no problem with that. But again, no, I don't, I don't. I don't. I'm just saying. You know, like most
4: most clubs have got a t- a, a player that some, everyone else hates. I mean, I think probably Richarlison was probably that for Everton coming back to Everton. Like, unless he plays for your club, you're not going to like him. It's you know, there's there's loads of players like that over the years. And if Nunes is that one for us, I'm completely Mainly fine with it.
1: South yeah. American players, it seems, That yeah. <laughs> seems to rile up the fans.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it's because they. It's
2: yeah, it's because they. They like they're
1: quite fiery characters, aren't they? If yeah, you think of they, who they, we've they, seen, even Uruguayans like Suarez. You know, they've Cavani. come from,
2: like you like they haven't come up through like a, a an Everton or a Liverpool or a United like youth system. They've been playing in like the favelas for however long. So like when they <laughs> actually like like they they know how to like you know wind people up and like how to play like actual football. So yeah,
4: I think there might be something to that side actually.
0: No one else got anything else to add? We'll move on.
4: Yeah, you know, in terms of the derby, like I said, I think a, a result of being a draw probably was fair. Both teams will probably think they could have won it with this chance or that chance, but Yeah, both, both, teams ultimately, both, both the goalkeepers, Pickford got man of the match, but it could have easily been Alisson, so I think that kind of sums up the game, really.
0: Yeah, I wasn't too disheartened to get a point there anyway, and I never usually answer for this because I just expect it. But uh, yeah, Everton up next, they've got uh, Arsenal away on Sunday. So obviously that'll be a tough one. Uh, and we have got Wolves on Saturday. Yeah. Although, no, we haven't actually. So we'll just wipe all that out completely. Because it looks like all games are going to get cancelled this weekend. Um to <laughs> we do Brentford? Leeds next, 5-2 Brentford. Go on, yeah, yeah,
5: go
0: on. Anyone got anything to say or should I start? I think,
4: so I think the, the leads, as per usually, even under the blc era, leak a lot of goals. <laughs> Much the same danger. again, I suppose. No, Tony had a really good...
0: His hat-trick was really good quality. Like Each goal was a really good goal. And like if you compare the stats of him and any other English striker in the Premier League, I think only Harry Kane is better. So I think Gareth Southgate should be taking a look, to be honest. But... As we all know,
4: he's got his Oh favorites. yeah, he should definitely be being with a chance of a World Cup spot, 100%. He should be on the definitely be on the play. Definitely, definitely, the
0: yeah, play. definitely. I agree. Um, did you see the decision that got Jesse March sent off?
4: So, oh yeah, I can fully see why he was a, not a bit annoyed about that one. So anyone and didn't know, then did VAR not even look at it?
0: No, they didn't, no, no. So anyone who didn't see it, um, Leeds attacker... Was running into the box and the Brentford defender basically just ran behind him and kinda of like they just crossed legs, tripped him, and they didn't even check it on VAR. And then uh Brentford ran at the other end of the pitch and like almost exactly the same thing happened, and he gave a penalty, and then Jesse March obviously went nuts at the foot official and got a red card. But yeah.
1: <laughs> Not great just- as it captures the issue with uh, VAR, doesn't it? Well, How seemingly one thing's a foul, well, so. yeah, one thing's a foul, one thing's not. But the similar incidents. No, there's no. From what Justin no is saying statements. as well,
0: they they seem to have like meetings where they talk about things and they're told this will be done, but it doesn't seem to be getting done. And I think that's what's riling up managers. Is this the VAR, like, you
2: mean? Yeah. I assume all their meetings are just done in crayon, to be honest. So.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the lines are done in crayon.
4: But, you know, being as managers are losing their job right now over decisions and over certain games, it shows how huge VAR is. It's not just like a one-off thing. It, it literally has an impact on an entire person's career. Like,
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's so much money involved as well. Like, if it sends a team down, it could... Like, if Everton had gone down last season from a VAR decision, as we've discussed before, like, we think they'd have probably struggled to come back up. You do so... remember we got a
2: we're sorry note that we like pinned to our chest oh yeah exactly preparation
4: to go to the championship that anyway, also happened this weekend just gone didn't, didn't they They came that, out yeah, with, i know we haven't talked about the other games yet but they came out and apologized about other results that we're going to talk about in a minute yeah that they oh yeah sorry we made a mistake on that one oh yeah because sorry changes the result or the points on the board or everything no. yeah. oh we're sorry
0: yeah it's just stupid isn't it Brentford up to 7th for that win, so it kind of reminds me of their start to last season, and then they fell off, so Brentford fans will be hoping that that's not going to repeat itself.
4: I I think Brentford will be more than safe, they'll be fine, they're they're a decent team. They've got a good manager too.
0: They do have a good manager to be fair. Um, So... Up next, let's talk about Newcastle Palace nil nil. Uh, there's another VAR decision in there. If um, anyone who didn't see it, uh, an attacker went up for the ball and was pushed from a, by a defender into his own goalkeeper, the defender's goalkeeper, and then the ball got knocked into the net. And then VAR checked it and said it was a foul on the goalkeeper, but the the attacker was just stood there and got pushed into the goalkeeper, like it was just ridiculous.
5: I don't,
1: yeah, I don't like understand how you can look the at back. that. Sorry, go on, sorry. Sorry, I was going to say I don't understand how you watch that back and go. Yeah, he's committed a foul there by being pushed into someone. No, I it... said like
0: the referees <sighs> are kind of like blameless in this. It's the people on VAR. And they're watching it over and over and over. Yeah, and coming up with the wrong decision.
1: Did the referee go and look at it under the monitor? I don't actually. I don't, know. I, I don't think so. Yeah, that's massive. Because he gave,
0: uh, I think he gave the, the foul, and the VAR checked it and said, "Yeah, it's yeah, right."
4: And this is one of the decisions that they have since apologized about because it should either be a goal because the attacker was pushed into the goalkeeper, so it wasn't his fault, or if anything, it should have been a penalty. But because the goal happened, I think the goal should have stood, but yeah, they ruled it out. Yeah, yeah, just another VAR classic.
0: Alexander Isaac, no, scored again, it was a very similar move to the one he scored at Liverpool, but he fluffed the one-on-one chance this time. Could have had two goals in two games, which would have been quite a good return, as soon as he's just come to the Premier League. Newcastle have had a win now in five games, so, yeah, they need to start... <laughs> like we've spoke about before in the past, there's a bit of an illusion that they're like the best of the rest outside the top six, and... The stats clearly show that that's not the case.
5: You wouldn't
4: say. It's not the case right now, but because you know the financial backing behind them, it, it's it's an, almost inevitable that they will be the next big thing.
0: Yeah, I'm sure we're all looking forward to that. Uh, up next, Forest 2, Bournemouth 3. Forest going 2 nil up in the first half in this and Bournemouth coming back in the second half, scoring three goals. Come out with the win. Uh, only saw it on match of the day. Anyone else watch it?
4: No, just on that for the day, yeah, mate. Yeah, so, I think... Man, isn't it managerless Bournemouth as well at the moment? They've, they, was it a caretaker taking yeah, charge? Yeah, caretaker They caretaker Like you said, things they were 2-0 down, you just think, well, Forrest are definitely going to win and Bournemouth are in trouble. But the fact they turned it around, you're going, oh, maybe, you know, Bournemouth you thought would be the whipping boys of the league and if they can pull out games like that, then maybe not.
3: Well, in a way, it makes the sacking of uh, Scott Parker even more... Laughable, really. Like, if you think like the results are picking up against the teams they should be beating, you know they're they're doing it. They're doing yeah. everything they need to do to say so. So it's, it baffles me why they sack them.
0: Well, Bournemouth are thirteenth in the table now, so they're literally two points behind Liverpool. So
3: well, to I mean, to survive, all you need to do is average a point a game, and yeah. so f- and so far they're doing that. So
0: yeah. they've, well, they've got O'Neill. It. Caretaker manager, he's got a draw and a win in his last in
4: his two games as manager, so Because know. they've been more realistic games. I mean Scott Parker got sacked on the back of I mean he got sacked off before, you know, behind yeah, the scenes things said, more man. than the results, but he you know, he lost to was it Arsenal, City and Liverpool. And they got tonked like in the Liverpool game, but you okay. know, those aren't the games that Bournemouth will stay up on. But he he was sacked for not political reasons but you know because he was basically saying to the chairman we need money this team isn't going to compete but Uh, if they pick up points against other relegation candidates and other mid-table teams and they will stay safe but you still probably would say that they're one of the ones that are in the relegation battle to go down
0: is just changing the topic to forest is anyone surprised to hear that they're currently second from bottom
4: Yes tight and tight. no. It'll take it'll take time to gel, won't it? Yeah.
0: Well, it will, but I feel like there's been such a feel-good story around them and they've had good results. And then you look at the table and you're like, Whoa, hang on the second from bottom.
3: Yeah, with the players are signing and like like you said, like the sort of the momentum around them, you feel like they're gonna finish mid-table, don't you? But at the same time with them being so sort of um, they have like obviously haven't had the like, opportunity to gel yet. The sort of it feels like a like a massive mess, isn't it? And they're going to struggle to sort it out. I think. Also, they are
2: second from bottom solely on goal difference, as West Ham, Villa, and <laughs> Forest all on four points. So, um, yeah,
4: so we're equally as bad. I mean, way to go, but there's a definite naivety if you tune two up against anyone. You shouldn't be losing that game three-two, no, especially absolutely. if you think from 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 a, a not Forest point of view. Going, you you know letting letting in three goals in one half against Bournemouth, even
3: I'm if interested. you are
4: gelling as a brand new team, no. isn't good. Well, no. interestingly, even though they are, even though they are like a brand new team
3: with what twenty-one plus signings or something like that, I I'm believe that their, their back three are the same back three from the championship. All right.
4: I'd, I'd maybe look at the them. fixtures
1: as well. I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't say they've. I mean, they've played some difficult games, uh, minus obviously the Bournemouth one, um, and they picked up obviously the win against West Ham. They've they've had some difficult fixtures. I don't know they've played City, Spurs, and you know a few. It's not they're not easy games. for yeah, um, a team. That no one expected else. them to get anything yeah. from.
2: And we the tougher played, ones um, really. Yeah, and Liverpool as well. Actually, thinking about it, yeah. Thanks, Sam. I needed that pick me up today.
0: <laughs> you played who in Liverpool? Chelsea Yeah,
2: we played Chelsea and Liverpool yeah. Oh, yeah, but Chelsea
0: are shocking, aren't they? They've got no manager Well, they've got a manager now, but still
2: We played Chelsea <laughs> when they were good, yeah We don't play them when they're bad
0: Yeah, well, we'll speak about them later uh, The evening game was Villa-Man City um, Leon Bailey scored an equaliser in the second half I didn't get to watch this game um, But I think you guys did, so you could probably talk about it more than me anyone no <laughs> <laughs> I'll go there. so uh, Holland got his 10th goal in six games uh, Kevin De Boyer hit the bar in the second half which would have sealed the three points for Bailey scored um, there was another bit of a conscientious VAR decision here as well
4: what well, was it VAR it, it didn't go to VAR the um yeah. allowed Villa flagged girl up. yeah, yeah the, the linesman flagged up for offside even though he wasn't but because obviously the linesman flagged up the referee blew the whistle
0: yeah, which is uh, a continue second but
4: it was a good second or two before, but you don't know. And apparently, no. you know, on, on close calls, they're meant to leave their flag down and then let VAR <laughs> rightly or wrongly decide oh, yeah, if it's a the, goal or not.
0: I think Gerald said he spoke to them after the game and they apologised. They said they, they got it wrong. Which is all you're looking for, really, but yeah, it still doesn't change the fact I think yeah, it did was, it wrong. Yeah, I think
2: it was the direction of play, really, because it was, everything was obviously moving forward, and then it kind of came back, like, out of the box and things. So I think yeah, that's when he's just throwing up his flag, thinking, alright, oh, okay, yeah, like, you know, I've let that play go. I'm going to throw up my flag now. It's just... Um, I, don't know, I i kind of I kind of like those things that go wrong like that because it just shows it kind of gives gives football that it gives human you just a talk about, and, doesn't it as well? well, yeah, but it just gives football that that human like element mm-hmm. again, which um you know it's kind of gone now
0: isn't it yeah what about city then because I know we've had like discussions in our chat and basically said that they've already won the league, but that's the second game now that they've failed to win out of six they're not that's
3: I uh, saw an interesting take on City the other day. It was about Haaland and how as ridiculous as this could sound, is that he actually makes City worse. And the 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 sort of the point he was the guy was making was that if you consider um from like a fantasy football perspective, I remember there's a start knocking around that how he averages a point per touch. Oh, I, saw that. I saw and, that <laughs> uh, in relation to the, what actually plays out on the field is because he's actually touching the ball so little in the game when he does he you know he can cause such damage with it but because he's essentially not playing City are now down to 10 men in every game so mm, they've got sense. one they've almost got like one less player on the pitch in terms of like the midfield dominance which you know which they previously used to kill off games and hence why teams are sort of sneaking in and getting your goal
0: well they've averaged conceding a goal I, one goal every game can i ask you a serious
3: question there George about where you
2: where you got that information from basic Twitter that's where I get all information no no no, no, no it might not be true <laughs> well no no, no 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 no. it sounds about right but just for someone to say that Haaland makes <laughs> City worse it was it the Randy Bandit that was the source of this? Because that seems like a Randy Bandit kind of
3: argument. It wasn't. He was. No, it wasn't Randy Bandit. But shout out
4: <laughs> to Randy Bandit. <laughs> I can't see what you mean, though. I mean, apart from him scoring 17 goals a game, he doesn't touch the ball much. He doesn't impact the game, but he comes alive when they attack. But yeah, in terms of tracking back and otherwise having an impact i can see what you mean but when he scores as many goals as he does right now yeah. It, yeah ultimately they 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 bought him to score them goals but i can see what you mean on the on the flip side yeah, does it, it mean sense. that basically city either win 5-0 or
0: it's a draw it's a draw yeah yeah that's pretty much it just looking at last season just for perspective after 6 games they've got one more point this season so kind of makes a a muggery of that, stat, they, really,
4: but... they should have, but obviously it's not going to go forward now. They should have had Spurs this weekend, and obviously Spurs beat them twice last year in the league. Yeah, they did, yeah, they did. Okay. But obviously, there is no football this weekend now, but it, it should have been Spurs, so that would have been interesting.
0: Just to make you feel sad or happy, depending on who you sport, Liverpool had 14 points after six games last year, so yeah, not great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we move on to Wall Southampton? Um so Daniel Podence scored in half time stoppage. Uh, stoppage time. Uh, it's their first win of the season. It's their first league win since beating Aston Villa on the second of April, 154 days ago. He wow. seems to have a problem scoring goals at uh, Wolves. Which, when you consider, it makes sense really with what's happened to him and Eze, but they've not really bought anyone to replace him, have they? So, uh, well,
2: they've got no Diego choice. Costa. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say. Well, I mean, no yeah. how's that going to go now? Strikers at the time.
4: Well, I mean, mm-hmm. th- they've gone for Diego Costa because their new sign and that Ka- Kaladzinic did his ACL in the first game that he played for him. Yeah. Like so, there was a did desperation, anyone... the window shut, and they needed someone. So that's why they've gone Diego Costa. Did anyone
0: see Che Adams miss?
4: Oh uh, it well yeah. he yeah. it did score but it was disallowed because he you know handballed it into yeah, the net so but,
0: you know, anyone who didn't see it, the wow. came in and it was dropping, like it was like right above his head and it was dropping onto his head and he could have just stood there and not moved and it would have bounced off his head and gone in. But he jumped, lost track of it, and it hit his arm and went in. It was funny. <laughs> it was very very Sunday league, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also hit the bar as well, And He's had a good start to the season to be fair. Considering he hadn't scored in, I don't have the stats to hand, but I think I mentioned it on the last podcast, he'd not scored for quite a while. He's started quite well this
4: season. Southampton's another one that surprisingly, again, at the start of the season, I thought they were in trouble and might go down, but they have done all right this year. Obviously, They they, they did ultimately lose to Wolves, but they... Have surprised me and I think some of the signs they've brought in in terms of youth with potential I think it's been quite clever by them to be fair I think I'm, I'm prepared to admit I was wrong already about Southampton to be fair to be fair I've, obviously, I've always rated
2: their manager yeah and obviously both you and Johnson are going to be iron if anyone decent at Southampton hey that's already, not happened so. for a
0: while yet oh. <laughs> yeah that's not happened for a while to be fair um, next we do Brighton 5 Leicester 2 Again, it's another game I didn't get to watch, but I've seen the uh, excitement in the chats. Was it four goals in the first half? It was 2-2? It was
4: it was a game of the weekend for me. It was a hell of a game if anyone got to see it. Uh, did anyone else right. watch it? I wanted most of the second
0: half. Also, when it was like a non-event then, <laughs> I missed all the action. Just oh, still three goals good. in the second half. I was going to say, there was
3: a few good goals on the dodgy VAR decision in the second half.
0: What happened with that VAR decision? I didn't see that. It was a... I, I I'm not a hundred percent
3: sure why it got ruled out. I think it had something to do with like a random offside or something, or I don't know, a foul in the buildup, but McAllister you know, basically from about thirty yards out smashed it in like hell of a goal. And yeah, just VAR ruined arguably one of the goals of the season.
1: Well, was it, it someone
4: would... like Kai? though I think it might have been tried to do an overhead kick when the free kick came in, and they deemed he was offside, even though he didn't actually make contact with the ball. Then it bounced out, and McAllister um, absolutely
0: Mwepu,
4: thundered Mwepu. it in. Was it Maewepu? Sorry, yeah, yeah I'm
0: Sweden. Now so but he didn't actually
4: make contact with the ball; it went back out. McAllister absolutely thunder boomed it into the goal, which would ultimately would have been his hat trick because he scored two goals that were given afterwards. But yeah, it took four minutes. Carfully disallowed. Uh, yeah, it took to him ages. Of a line. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's another problem. Again, you know, we're obviously saying how much we love VAR in this one, but is it a close call or they're there for the dodgy decision? If it takes four minutes to make a decision, then therefore just stay with what's on field. You know what I mean? Four minutes yeah. to just That's a joke. completely kills a game off. Like.
0: We'll discuss it it's later, but I think, Fryer, you had a point of if the. Uh, take a certain amount of time then obviously it's not clear and obvious so they should just go with what's happened i think mine, um,
2: sorry. mine was just yeah, sorry i was just going to say my, my one was just uh, um yeah it was my mom was more regarding offsides really but we'll talk about that later i think it was someone else that said about the time limit thing which i agree with that's a good idea that um i wonder what i wonder what chris Chris uh thinks though
0: probably watching United, to be he's fair, so we'll move on. Yeah, he's press-recorded, he's
4: done his <laughs> job. Um, but yeah, so... no, obviously, we were talking about VAR, but the game itself, Leicester started really well, because they scored after a minute. Uh, and then the frailties and the weakness away, of Leicester came out. Uh, no, it was about 10 minutes or so, I think, was it? It, it didn't equalise straight away, but Brighton showed... That they're far, far better than Leicester. So good that ultimately Chelsea go and nick their manager today. Like, but
0: well, I was just about Brighton. To say, Brighton
4: were quality. Leicester very, very, very poor defensively. That's I should
0: say Brighton are fourth in the table now. So it'll be interesting. Like today's news, Graham Potter has signed for Chelsea. So interesting. Interesting to see how they end up now. Do we know anyone who's like in the running to be the manager?
4: I haven't heard much actually. I, I, I haven't oh. even gone on like booking. I think sites to see is Instagram.
1: going to be like caretaker, isn't he, by the sounds of it?
4: Which is, is quite interesting. interesting. In term, yeah, but obviously, Vince has no game this week, and you assume they've got manager in.
0: The favourite um, is Brendan Rogers, and Then, <laughs> Celtic manager, Ange Postacoglu. Right. Thomas Frank is 15 to 2.
4: But, um, is
0: Bruno is 10 to 1. I'm guessing that's not the player.
4: Or the, it's going to be Borat, the Bora actor as Bruno. But obviously Brighton aren't going to play now for about a month, are they? Because the, this weekend's cancelled. Next weekend, their game with uh, Crystal Palace has been oh, yeah. was postponed because of the oh, rail well, strike. It's be like Covid all again, isn't it? and it's an international break, so they'll definitely have a new manager in by the time next time they play. But yeah, yeah. Brighton fans aren't going to be playing for a month and are like mourning the loss of their uh, manager, like as well. So. Right. It's be interesting
0: to see, like I said. like Well, they've definitely got time to appoint a manager at least and do it properly, but, yeah. So, next up is the one night fans have all been waiting for. CB, any sound up? Sound <laughs> Doidge, this is what you're here
1: for. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was uh, a great result for us. Um, you know, Arsenal were unbeaten going in. It was, uh, you know, it was, it was a good performance. I think we were maybe the second best team on the day overall, but and there's one stat that counts, as they say.
0: I didn't get to see the game. I, I was actually trying to avoid it because I missed the first 10 minutes and I thought I'll just silence all chats and I'll try and watch it later. And then after, after like 65 minutes, I got bored and I was like, oh, I'll just check it. And I saw it just a free one and I was like, alright, I won't watch it then. <laughs> <laughs> but from what I saw... Arsenal were. I saw Gary Neville tweeted that, despite the defeat, he's more like he thinks they've got more of a chance after that performance of getting top four than before the game, even though they
4: lost so three-one. Yeah, Arsenal really, can take positives weird. out of the game because I think up until Man United killed it off as the third, well, Arsenal were probably the better team, but Man United were <clears> clinical, <throat> and that's Does what you need to be. Clinical.
2: Can Does we also they... add that Gary Neville will say anything to try and boost Man United's morale, considering? He thought was boosting Arsenal as for... wasn't he? I thought he said he was for United top four. No,
0: Arsenal.
1: He oh, right, said despite general. the result. He said despite the loss, yeah. Ah, despite right. the result,
0: now seeing that he's more sure of their top four challenge. That's the first thing I've ever agreed with. Wow. <laughs> I think you need to completely uh, <laughs> yeah. totally apologise to like Gary that.
3: Neville.
0: That's never going to yeah. happen. Not that Gary Neville's never listening to it Never going to Never going to happen. happen. <laughs> So
1: like
2: why do you think you were the well, same
1: well I'd team? say Arsenal probably had the, they definitely had the most of the possession probably more shots I think it was probably even on shots on target and you know clear chances um I don't recall De Gea having to do a great deal there was a couple of saves but they were you know saves you would expect um yeah I think we were just chances. a bit more clinical I
5: think arsenal missed
1: quite a few good chances i know Odegaard missed an open goal pretty much didn't he um yeah. Yeah, I think edge, it was a
4: it was a good too. set. They <laughs> also scored the goal that VAR then ruled out. Well, and it was, obviously yeah, about one.
1: Yeah, it was it was probably a soft one. I think we'll all agree. Um, I think you do see ten to fifteen fouls like this given a game. It's just the modern football. Um, I think if Odegaard had got the ball, bo- sorry, uh, yeah, it was Odegaard. If Odegaard had got the ball, obviously. It's not getting overturned, but because he doesn't touch the ball, Ericsson goes down, he gets called back. I wouldn't say it's the most contentious call of the weekend. No,
3: definitely not. I think if it hadn't led to a goal, it would have just been played
1: on. Yeah, yeah.
5: Um... If, it, if, 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 if Eric did the exact same thing in the game, and he got a foul against him.
1: Exactly, yeah. So I think you see it. You it see it, it every game.
5: Foul. It's a soft. Yeah, you can say it's a soft <laughs> foul, but it's a foul.
1: Oh,
2: that's it's one of crazy. those McTominay. where... <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris has declared it is a foul. Is a foul. That's so, I have decided yeah, it, was... it is a foul. Oh, right. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. That was it. Yeah. Thanks. Alex. Yeah,
4: McTominay also wrestled... <laughs> Who did he wrestle? Gabriel Jesus to the floor later on, like a WWE move. Oh, yeah, mode. I saw that. It was like a... Yeah. The <laughs> most solid yellow I've ever seen. He <laughs> headlocked him and basically DDT'd him to the floor. <laughs> I <laughs> Just think of that, that right now, a... that now. That was amazing. That was, that was definitely
1: A predetermined plan to, I think, be very physical with Jesus. Uh, I think Varane and Martinez both did similar through the game.
0: Do you think Arsenal are a bit, like, soft-centred when it
1: comes to... You'd say maybe that was... It was the first... uh, I don't want want to say United are good yet, but it was the first big team they've played. Yeah, and they definitely didn't pass it. Um, I know Arteta's pointed to the referee, but I don't think the referee is at fault for you throwing on five attackers with 20 minutes to go and continue a 3rd just, just
4: looking at the stats Yeah, I think, think that showed Arteta's naivety. He was trying to go for the go for it, which I understand, but that opened them up even more. And that's when you saw left- kill yeah. the third punch. So it's just a bit of naivety, I think, from the manager, but you can see how, why he tried
0: it. How was Anthony... I saw his goal, and I thought Ramsdale could have done better, and I saw his little leg dance...
4: That I was think
1: much
0: it. all he did. Yeah, <laughs> oh, right. He didn't do much. But... Yeah. Oh, you could, all you can ask for is a goal, isn't it? Well,
1: but, yeah, yeah, he got his chance. He took it. Um, obviously, he only played 55 minutes, I think. Um, I, I think he did all right. Cause like, if, yeah, a few taking, nice touches. In, um,
3: in taking the goal, I know Ramsdale's a bit dodgy, but he he could argue that maybe there's like a little drop over the shoulder, even if it was only something like that, not, not like his fancy little leg moves. But he sent there the wrong way. Got a goal on this debut.
1: Going to the be thing good, is, though, confidence. with that goal,
0: when do you ever see a goalie go near post for that? Because it's obvious that, that the attackers are always opening at their body to curl it round yeah. them.
1: Yeah. It reminded Why me of have... a goal Salah scored at Old Trafford against Dean Henderson. <laughs> where wow. It was just so obvious which corner he was going to Oh, go yeah, goal. yeah, I remember that. That was in the, the 5 0, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was well, the fifth yeah. goal.
0: Um, <laughs> don't worry, it was a long time ago now. Yeah, we'll brush yeah, that in the carpet. 10 hogs yeah. here
1: now, so all's forgiven. <laughs> um, ETH, Ethereum. <laughs>
3: Nothing happened in the last 10 years uh, yeah. All, all forgotten
1: um, The
0: last game we want to discuss Chelsea 2-1 Obviously we wanted to talk about Thomas Susshawe getting sacked get So we'll talk about that game last um, another, <laughs> another dodgy VAR decision I think we can all agree This is probably the worst Well apart from Fryer, This is probably the worst one um, West Ham actually went 1-0 up uh, Chelsea came back in the second half To win it 2-1 But West Ham scored an equaliser Bowen um, had a shot I think and then Edward Mendy came out and Bowen's foot brushed the top of Mendy Mendy went down like he'd been killed um, Chelsea players surrounded the ref Well he was already down <laughs> Well he, he went to save it didn't he but then he started rolling yeah, the yeah over it He like, stayed yeah. down and
4: acted like he'd been shot
0: yeah.
2: But, yeah but why are we all surprised by that that's what all footballers do from every team what Well yeah do they team.
0: It's not, but it's it's ended up in a like a goal being choked off, hasn't it? So, so d- like there's been some like comments from players and managers, like David Moyes, like said it was scandalous after the game. Declan Rice said that it's up there with the worst VAR decisions he's ever seen since it's come into the game. So
4: this yeah. is the not- second decision as well, including the Newcastle one that they actually apologised about afterwards that they made a mistake. So it does show it was a bad decision when even. Retrospectively, the VAR or the FA or whoever it was were like, "Oh yeah, we're sorry, we made the mistake again." Because that means nothing to West Ham fans or the fact no. that they dropped points. Like, so, so if
0: West Ham are, were sorry, like a point away from getting into the Europa League, then that's not. You got your sorry. That's fine. It's like ridiculous, isn't it? That they they, they
4: even come out and say sorry. Is it too late? At least it's, they have to have an admission of wrong. Which is one yeah. thing, but it's so yeah. hollow. You know, it it, it it just further proves West Ham, David Moyes, Declan Rice, that all of them being aggrieved at the original decision being terrible because they've even now had to come out and go, oh yeah, we made a mistake, sorry about that one as well. Yeah, it, it's just VAR is VAR VAR. meant to stop Where? these decisions. And yeah, then you know VAR is making football worse for it. You and know, it's, the it's AR, annoying. It's the refs used to come
2: so. out after games and say, "Didn't they?" Like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Like, we made it's literally the same thing. It's just it's now yeah. just four of them apologising instead but of The one. thing
0: is, though, like you could say that a foul like that is the way the game's gone, where the rules have changed. You can kind of accept that being a foul. Like, where it annoys me the most is with offsides. Like, it's so cut and dry. You're either onside or you're offside. But they—they yeah, they get it wrong. Agree. We'll talk about that in a bit. But, but with the foul though, as you're saying, like, yeah, it's
2: soft and it was like terrible. T- well, again, like, okay, I'm, I know I'm going to get shot here for saying this, but like, I, I don't think that Ericsson was was a foul. Like, you, you barely touched him. He just felt something on his shoulder and threw himself on the floor. Nah, it's I've game, established
5: that
4: have you established—that was a foul. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fact. It's a United fan obviously thinks it's a foul. <laughs> um, the Arsenal fan
5: doesn't.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the closet Arsenal fan who's an Evertonian, but yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I think it. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm. I wasn't. I'm not. Not biased because I'm a Liverpool fan and it was United. But I did think it was a foul, but it was incredibly soft. It ruined my fantasy football as well because wasn't it uh, Martinelli who scored? Like, oh god damn it! But I, I can see why that Erickson one going back to the United game was disallowed. But it's annoying. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's
2: just how the game is now. You get. Any type of physical contact is basically a foul now. So, it yeah. So
0: that's really it. With if it annoys you, like that's just the game, isn't it? Did anyone watch the just before we talk about Tuchel, Just moving on to the Champions League games. Uh, the Dynamo Zagreb Chelsea game was obviously the early game on Tuesday night. It was one nil to Dynamo Zagreb. Uh, I watched it, and I thought Dynamo Zagreb were quite good, to be fair. Chelsea just seemed to not really play till like the last ten minutes when they hit the post, but they could have had a couple of goals Zagreb before then.
5: Do you reckon the, the the atmosphere probably affected Chelsea as well?
0: I don't know. I don't remember I the atmosphere being that loud. I think Zagreb like,
5: hostile. I think, I, think I think they had, had a running quite, track around the pitch. You, to be fair, did Liverpool didn't you play someone like Zagreb like a couple of seasons ago? When you. You drop points. No, wasn't it? Was, it wasn't it,
0: it Cluj or someone?
5: Wasn't it a part? It's part, it's like partisan. I feel like
0: uh, I remember, I remember that. It was shocking.
5: Do you remember you, yeah? Did you drop points in that game?
0: No, we lost 3 0, something yeah, like I see, that.
5: That was it. I think I just don't, I don't really rate Chelsea at the minute. I can't remember who it was, it, it was, but
0: it was
5: Eastern
0: Europe uh, team. I'm sure it was, yeah. It was like Bosnia or somewhere like I'm that. Pretty, do you remember Johnson?
5: I remember seeing uh, the video and it said, like, oh, this is the tunnel Liverpool were going down. It was like literally, you know, um, the underpasses when you go under, like, a round, like, motorways and all that with graffiti all over the wall. Half yeah. yeah. like that.
4: Oh, you know, I, I do remember it was partisan because I remember doing the joke about partisan fans, but, you know, like a, a partisan crowd or whatever. But Eastern European places like that. Do make it hostile, and you know it. it, it you know the, the the help of the home crowd does help them. I remember Wales when they had to go to Croatia uh, in, in qualifying, and again, rather than it being in like a main place, they made them go to a place out of the way. So they had to take a coach there, and the whole. It's not just the the stadium or the fans; it's everything around having to go to an out of the way place. Like the the way Eastern European clubs do it, it's perfect because it gives them an, an even bigger home advantage than normal. So, and Chelsea, coupled with being poor at the moment as well, don't get me wrong, but that's, it was it, it's a banana skin that you think they shouldn't happen, but it, you can see why big teams, it does happen to, because they're out of their comfort zone. Oh, where
5: Madrid lost, um, who did they play, she- Sheriff, was it last year?
0: It was Red Star yeah. Belgrade, it was 2-0. It was
5: a Red Star
3: Belgrade, nah, that was, that's was. history. That yeah, it was that Sheriff, and they lost, I remember them, like, I can't remember that, if they lost or they dropped. I got a, a drawback but um when it went to Bulgaria I think it wasn't they played So no,
0: they beat
1: Madrid didn't they? Yeah
5: they did
1: yeah in, in Bulgaria wasn't it or... Uh yes. It was um when there was no crowds wasn't that? Um they won at uh oh, no they lost, they went one up. No no they won
0: at Madrid as well. They won 2-1. They definitely they got
1: a result against Madrid. Yeah they were two... in Man United's Europa League group actually. Are they... <laughs>
0: Oh, they they won 2-1 at Madrid and lost 3-0 at home. And what's funny is their badge is a star, so it looks like a Sheriff's badge. Fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> um, well named. So I was looking at some stats and they, before this game, Danube Zagreb have won five of their previous 43 Champions League games. So that's how much of a big of a shock it was.
1: Yeah, there's something definitely not right with with Tuchel at Chelsea. Obviously, up until the second as well, every other game, they seem to draw points.
0: He, he seems to be a bit like uh, Scott Parker as well. He's been moaning about the hierarchy as yeah, well. I so maybe he,
5: that's
1: what got him the sack. Yeah,
5: apparently there's rumours that he's just never seen eye to eye the Chelsea's new owner.
1: Um, I, think, I think it was that, definitely apparent that, wasn't yeah. it? That he wanted him gone at the first chance. Yeah. Why didn't he get rid of him, though? Why did he spend £260
0: million and then get rid of him? After That's what years? doesn't make sense. Because <laughs> like, he That's came more. in. That's why. They've got that guy They're came in. He got rid of all the hierarchy at Chelsea. He brought in his own people, apart from Thomas Tuchel. Is that the biggest transfer window ever in spending? I think so, yeah. They broke the record, didn't they? I've so got a couple of stats.
2: Just, can we just add by oh. the way about that? That sorry. You know like every year that record's gonna be broken because
0: the prices just keep going up. Yeah, they're just they, they are it's just bad. going up. Yeah. And it'll probably be Chelsea as well. Every year. But that was actually it's quite funny how things work out. That was his hundredth game as Chelsea manager. And the... last... In that <laughs> in that time he he won sixty, drew twenty-four, and lost sixteen. So it's not a bad record, to be fair. Uh, another start here. They registered 49 clean sheets in those 100 games, which is more than any other team in Europe's top five leagues, and conceded oh. least goals than anyone else yes. as well, an average of 0.8 per game, and they've just sacked him. But well, unfortunately for them, and everyone said he was uh, no, overrated as no, well,
3: didn't they? He's definitely not overrated, but he's, he's a dangerous manager. To have in dress, dressing room because he loses his head so quickly
0: well another stat I've got here Chelsea, PSG and Dortmund he's lasted two seasons each team
2: I thought you
0: are going to say I've got a stat for how many times he's lost not got head. a stat
4: but a nickname <laughs> should be called Thomas Two Seasons uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's basically never recovered from that Conte handshake because that was like the beginning <laughs> of the end <entry>, of <laughs> him wasn't it really yeah but, um, you know what you're down, saying about the stats you? that he's only lost like 18 games or whatever but three of them have been in the last five games, haven't they? Under the ownership, I think.
3: There yeah, was um, there's a lot of like behind the scenes stuff going on. I, I was chatting to Phil about it earlier, and we said that we weren't going to turn into like a gossip column, but um, it's 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 apparently quite well documented, I believe. Enough, so anyway, that um, he's going through a very dodgy divorce, and it's like it's really sort of. He's bringing his work his like home life to work with him. And there's like rumours of like, how like the Chelsea players have been like discussing it. Um who's, like a who's training. Been the boss? Uh too too sure. Too sure. And like um he's and if you look like his attitude this year, like you know, the, the whole context um situation, like he's clearly lost his head a little bit and like apparently like it's happened on the on the training pitch, like players talking about him and he's overheard stuff and so basically the drafting room's just gone.
1: There's definitely something that happened behind the scenes, uh, whether it's that or um the players or the owner, but I think the owner's definitely gone out to make an impact with his signings. I think part of the takeover he had to pledge so much that they were gonna invest, didn't they? I think. Yeah. So he's definitely oh, right done here. that with the playing squad. Um a lot of defenders it seemed.
0: Oh, yeah, I but then they lost know, they lost, and they lost, lost Christiansen. They lost, lost Rudiger. Or was it like the
1: boarders? Yeah,
0: Alonso was Alonzo Alonzo.
1: sort of after they'd signed like, a couple, wasn't it? I like
5: it? how they signed Aubameyang. Yang for two chill. And I know. He got sixty minutes of him. Yeah,
0: sixty. He got. So, how do we think Graham Potter's going to do? He's, he's obviously a just been manager. appointed today. He is good. He's obviously untested at the top. I think he's a bit crazy to take it. To be honest,
4: he's probably quadrupled how much he's getting paid a week. Yeah, but it's let's be honest. Not, he's not. worrying job.
0: about his bills, is he, right now?
4: Well, no, no. But I mean, you, you know, you're not going to say no to uh, probably tripling at least your your wages. But big jobs don't come around that often. <sighs> yeah. No offense, Brighton. They You've got to take that chance, haven't you? I suppose, really but I mean, Brighton, Chelsea though. don't notoriously don't give managers long. So. No. it's a risk but I can see why he's gone for it
0: It should be they should play some nice attacking football anyway because Brighton are pretty uh, attractive to watch so at least the Chelsea fans have got that to look forward to It'll hopefully he interesting... didn't fall out with
4: Cucurella before, <laughs> uh, say. before he
0: left <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think we've all seen that meme be an interesting uh, conversation Um, carrying on with the Champions League games uh, I'll do Spurs next beat Marseille 2-0 I didn't watch it, but I saw the highlights. And Marseille actually looked quite good, and I think Spurs struggled for the first sixty odd minutes. Uh, and Bembé got sent off for Marseille after three minutes in the second half. And even then, Marseille still looked like resilient. And uh, Richarlison popped up with two late headed goals. Um, did anyone anyone watch it? Yeah, I love seeing Richarlison doing well. He was I obviously like, quite emotional at the end of, of the game, wasn't he? It's big uh, for him, I, yeah. To get yeah, off the I.
2: I actually love it cuz I I do really think he was he was our best player for so long and he just like it, not just I'm not making this an Everton thing but like when we see like we, when we have like good players it's really frustrating that it's like ugh, like you know you do well in a really good team so it's just nice to, so to see lead. him uh, yeah basically yeah um,
0: um His second header was a really good header oh, yeah yeah
2: it's, yeah, and like you can see how much it meant to him as well, um, which is, again, it's nice
0: to see because it's not always about money, is it? No, no, no. Um, and obviously he's not had many chances, so he's grabbed this one with both hands. Um, and Spurs, a lot of their games, I've, I've mentioned it a few times, they've not looked great, but they're getting the wins. That's all you can ask for, really. Did anyone see that? Uh, former Arsenal player Matteo Guendouzi was playing for Marseille do you remember him? I
5: remember him yeah Sideshow he... Bob yeah, yeah, Bob, yeah. He, he,
0: looked, he looked good to be fair to him I didn't even know he was there I think didn't you did, what, what was your start for Marseille Falvi? was it that oh uh, two seconds
1: Windows, he's, he's, he's only 23 years old he's a very <laughs> young player when he left
0: Arsenal slimy seemed like he was there such a long time ago. I, I
1: think he was, was signed, signed by one manager and then obviously the next manager didn't rate him, being Arteta. Right.
4: I think yeah, I think it, was, it, was it was an Emery signing, wasn't it, yeah? Was it? I think it so, definitely don't wasn't, on that. But. I think it definitely wasn't Bengal. It there, wasn't but, Arteta, so he never really got a chance yeah, afterwards, but you I know it's such a non-point compared to the game, but did anyone see that Joey Barton was in the Marseille um, away yeah. in, in the game? I remember him he was there on loan for a season. He was like, oh, "I'll just rock up with the Marseille lot." Like, yeah, funny. I've too. seen his
1: uh, French I've seen his interview doing the rounds as well from a few years ago with the French accent. Oh god,
0: <laughs> I, I don't know if you can find it, George, but I think it was Marseille of like lost. Yeah, not one in it. thirteen away games now in Europe. Yeah, which is one. pretty poor. I mean, you consider the last few seasons they've been in the Europa League then um, yeah it's not a great record but they are doing well in the league this year they're joint top PSG after six games so might end that record soon um, d- I, I don't really know anything about that is that a big rivalry or I think
5: that's probably the biggest rivalry in France Marseille is it PSG PSG Marseille? I think
1: everyone hates PSG they're uh, yeah probably. I think historically yeah. the two of the biggest teams yeah. they've, well they've won the Champions League haven't they Marseille well, we I've won it twice, actually. Maybe a bit of match-fixing, allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. Well, into
5: that. <laughs> Did Zidane come, <laughs> come from Marseille? Did it Bordeaux? come oh, from Marseille? Bordeaux? I don't know.
2: I don't know. I didn't know there was rivalry between farmers, to be honest.
1: <laughs> I know Marseille's the, a very poor economic region, and it's quite close there's a to lot Monaco of... on the south coast, so there's quite a... You know, a wealth oh. disparity down there as well so their yeah. fans are paying for success they've, they've won the Champions League once in 1993 Wasn't
0: yeah, that,
5: look um...
1: into the backs
0: Luis Suarez play for oh it's a different Luis Suarez I was going to say what the hell it's called no,
4: the, 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 the uh, ex-Liverpool Luis Suarez is back in Uruguay now oh is he Alexis Sanchez. Yeah, he scored in, in, he scored. in like the. I know we're completely going off topic here, but talking about Luis Suarez, but he scored in like the like a Uruguayan uh, derby the other day. Scored uh, a goal for him. But yeah, he so it's definitely Suarez. Have you seen? i Payet signed as and Eric Bayer well. exactly. signed for them. Yes, yeah, not, well, not a bad Bailly team. Too. Cool. Right, Eric Bailly, yeah. yeah.
0: Did anyone see the City game? Four 0 two more goals for Haaland I've seen the
1: goals, yeah it was
0: uh, ninth goal Express. in the last 5 games uh, I say it every week but his goals are all literally move at the back post, tap it in
4: That's the City goal, yeah. isn't it? Sterling sometimes missing them back post yeah, tapings yeah. but Haaland guaranteed goal every time so it's a, P- it's a FIFA sweat goal but it works oh, I can't blame them can you? I think
3: it's just no, like it's, the good strikers make it look so easy, don't they? You're like a little tapping up. like you don't take into account like how well he's read the game. And,
0: like, no, that, that he's
1: that's where he skill ball and all that
5: it, sort
0: of stuff. reads like, the game so well. Yeah, exactly. Very rude was, the story-esque. <laughs> it was just pretty much one-way traffic, I'm sure. I was going to
2: say uh, uh, Thomas Muller-esque.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think cities obviously challenges will come in the bigger games where City they're not to win three shots. or four. Yeah, yeah.
0: 10 on target. Yeah. Which is a bit crazy. Especially away in Europe. It's their biggest ever win against Spanish opposition as well in the Champions League. So, looking all rosy for City. Speaking of looking rosy, uh, let's talk about Napoli for Liverpool 1. Does anyone want to talk about this? Because I don't. <laughs> rosy?
4: I more like Rosy and Jim down at the old canal. More like 10 well, well, there there. Rose before the game. <laughs> There, there's your quote <laughs> for the night. Talking about Rosie and Jim, I know nowhere. Huh?
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Rosie and Jim. Sorry, we might get tradem- trademarked on just that. get
2: my yeah. uh, piece out of the way early. <laughs> like you guys just look like I, I you, you look like a completely different team. And I don't know I what think... Gomez is even doing because, like, yeah. uh, him and Trent the points, he were just like walking around. I was. I feel them, like Trent like, is, is this team. He feels like, like he's made
5: it. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: Well, I don't, I don't know what it is, but there was no desire that. to get back
1: in and make no. a work was there or anything. No, it's and I was watching goal.
2: Napoli play, and they were just they, just they, they, just like even just like the passion, like, like who was it scored their debut for them? Um, uh, uh the third goal, wasn't it?
0: The, oh, so Neone. Yeah, he was yeah, like crying, it was, wasn't he? Yeah, because it was a was debut, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, th- oh, was I, that? I heard the commentator mention that Diego Simeone's son was on the bench. I don't know if it was him, though, yeah, scored. Yeah, it was. I'm sure yeah, was. Was. Yeah.
3: was it? I saw something as well, apparently. I, I feel like this is a, it's what I've heard. It sounds a bit mental, but apparently when he was 13, he got the Champions League logo tattooed on his wrist.
0: Wow. It was oh, like wow. a... I guess yeah. A sort of, yeah. So he swore his kiss.
3: Yeah, he, he kissed it when he scored. Yeah, apparently. I'm sure after that it that 13 sounds mental, but I'm sure that's why.
1: Knowing it. nothing about it, but I would expect that from someone that is semi only. Semi only, yeah.
5: <laughs>
0: uh, it was just, it was just like. Do you think maybe that's that slow. there's been a bit of a drop off from last season, like a bit of heartache from missing out and by coming so close but missing out.
4: I think there it, it has to be a knock yeah. on effect for the fact that we were in all competitions up until the last game of last season, it's got to have either a mental and physical knock-on. Because otherwise, you can't put your finger on it. It's so weird. The drop-off has been so huge. I
5: do think
4: you losing Mane is a big one. I mean, Manny's the one that people all bandy on about, but I don't think it's that. went missing for long
0: parts of seasons. At the end of last season, he did well. But the first half of the season, it was all about Salah. And, like, Barney sometimes... Well, as we said before, yeah. But Marnie, sometimes he just like couldn't hit a barn door a banjo. Sometimes he looked like Sterling, but then sometimes you know, he'd just turn it. he turn it on and he'd be well good.
4: It, man, money wasn't the issue last night because the perfect example is Liverpool's best player was the guy on the left wing, Luis Diaz. So yeah, it it, was it really wasn't good. that. It was everything and everybody else. But it, it could have easily been. I seven feel like eight the defense... last night. Trent. Does and it wouldn't have, have flattered them.
0: Trent does deserve penalties, but I feel like the defense are getting a lot of the flack because the midfield is not doing what they're meant to be doing.
4: I think it, it does all stem from the midfield for me. That we're not scoring as many Ooh. goals because the midfield isn't creating. The midfield isn't there, so they're getting straight at the defense. Like yeah. the, the lack of midfielders isn't good. But on we the flip did side, have everything like, like, well, we about do, Gomez and Trent so is yeah, also true. I don't think you can say
2: the midfield is the reason you gave away like two penalties so early on. you away... You've got no, do, because it's leaving the defense exposed, aren't they? In the first three yeah, minutes, the... you, you can't. Well,
0: we you can't concede two penalties, penalties in... in the first
2: three minutes, did we? No, the no but I'm saying, yeah, but you can see your first penalty in the first four minutes. You can't say the midfield didn't do enough to defend to protect the defenders in the first four minutes.
0: Well, I mean,
4: look, looking at the go- looking at the goals, like there is a lack of pressing from the midfield, and you know the pressing is men who come from the front. Liverpool just knackered. Again and then defensively we're also heartache. making bad mistakes, but
0: it comes back to that heartache from last season again, doesn't it that like they're not they're not starting games well like why is that it's every game what? it's not just like one or two it's every single game
1: you know I, just, I think
0: it's a mental issue for, like, so, so many games. Oh, I don't know what it is now, but we've mentioned it's, it in the last...
4: It seems like we all... We, we have to go a goal down to then try and play. I think Everton's one of the few games that didn't happen because they didn't I score, but... eight in the
0: United. last nine, now. Yeah, it was you. But, You'd come back all the time. Yeah. Always concede 1st oh, there we yeah. go, again. Yeah. Like, it was you 3 know, Don't no get me wrong. Time, could have been five or six, couldn't it?
4: Oh, easily. I mean, they missed a penalty. They had another great chance that was stopped on a line by Van Dyke. In the second half, I'm sure they had another one. It's it, it, seven, seven goals for Napoli wouldn't have flattered them. No, Wasn't there no. a stat
1: flying around about um, there's teams outrunning Liverpool now as well? Um, I was going to maybe that. That's, yeah, maybe that's a conscious thing for teams that, coming that against Liverpool. Is a bit of a myth. So, and if we honest, outrun them.
0: That's a bit of a myth because when Klopp first came in, that's what he demanded of the team, that you basically outwork everyone. Whereas if you look at it in the last two or three seasons, it's not been like that. Like right, f- I think the first one or two seasons it was like headless chicken, run, 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 run. Whereas in the more recent, the pressing season, doesn't it's been seem more as controlled.
1: In no, there isn't any when, when the defence have got the ball, yeah, that's obviously something that's just. There's, there's no
0: pressing from the midfield, which then means the attackers for the opposing team in midfield can then do whatever they want to expose our defence. Plus, we've got, the got the a stupidly high
4: line. Like, ball, it's just a catalogue of errors. You can't, have, of Arizona, you can't
0: have that high line without the pressing in midfield. It just doesn't work. No. So
4: Yeah.
0: Now they've got a bit of time off. We'll see what they come up with in the next game. Who who even will be the next game, do you know, Johnson?
4: Uh well obviously this weekend's not happening. <laughs> is it gonna that be would... on next week? It depends when the when the Queen's funeral falls. There might not be football until after the international break. I don't know. Well, we've got Ajax on Tuesday. Which they looked good last the night against.
0: Chelsea
4: away, yeah. not. <clears throat> Chelsea on Sunday with new manager bounce. If it goes ahead, I, 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 I <laughs> right. don't know what's going on with going to be going on with fixtures now. So no, we got absolutely. to play that one with yeah. a pinch of salt. Did anyone but see yeah, any of the games
0: in the Champions League? Or I watched the Ajax Rangers game. Uh, Ajax won four nil. It's three nil. I caught time. the
1: uh, the Celtic Real Madrid game. Um...
0: Southlake did well in that game first half.
1: Definitely. Yeah, we were very good for six minutes. I think good. Real Madrid just worn them down.
0: Uh, I, I, I watched the Ajax game and uh, they looked really, really good. Did
5: they didn't win the lead, too, I think,
0: Ajax. Did they won four on the bounce. Well, I fear yes. playing Ajax, to be honest, on Tuesday, because if they attack the way they did against Rangers, <laughs> it's not going to be pretty. No, Falvey you wanted to talk about Barca, maybe... Uh, Victoria pulls in 5-1 at home. Lewandowski got a hat-trick.
3: Um, I don't know if I necessarily wanted to speak about them, but I think in, in terms of I mean, like the excitement around them, I think it's very much like you, it sort of feels like Barca were back a little bit, doesn't it? Like in the sense of if you look at the results. like, I if think like Even if the they past... were
0: back, they've spent that much money, there would be excitement around them. True, true. They I are second in like... the table as well, so it, the stats do point to them. I think this season. like
3: with um, Lewandowski. He's just such a effortless goal scorer, isn't he? Like, I think it's they just they're going to score goals even if they play badly with a player like him.
0: Obviously, another game was Bayern went to Inter and won two nil. Uh, I know a lot of people are saying they may have a chance of winning the whole thing. I don't know who they've actually signed. Bar Marni. Obviously, direct...
5: two guys from Ajax. Ajax is right back and a centre mid, a grachin back. I think.
0: Are they a better team than last season? Considering they sold, like Ismani an upgrade on Lewandowski. I wouldn't say he is. Uh, well, what, it's not far um, off. But
3: what Bayern need to do is like season after season, is they pick up the players that we won't have heard of. Yeah, yeah, you know, last year, last year,
4: like, yeah, I yeah.
5: Think
1: yeah,
4: it was CB was a little bit That was it, Grabenberg. Yeah, from Ajax, yeah, Is big, it? big player for Ajax last year. Good player. Well, they signed they signed De from Juventus as well, haven't they? Oh yeah, they
5: signed
4: too, so Yeah. So they might have not signed a central striker. I don't know Manny can play that, so they haven't got Lewandowski. But they've done well, Bayern Munich. Elsewhere, they've basically bought a new spine to their team.
0: Did anyone see the Dortmund game? Beat Copenhagen 3-0 at home. Uh, Jude Bellingham got man of the match, scored a goal. He was unreal again. Very, very good performance. It's
1: insane the amount of games that he's yeah. been able Is to he, what, play at still Dortmund 18? from a young age. Yeah, it's, imagine, I know there was rumours of him joining Man United when he was 16, but he wouldn't have played nearly 200 games no. for Man United at that time. Great team. move for him to he's make it time that call.
0: Cool. Oh, he's 19 now. He's played 66 games for Dortmund so far. And They're just a factory Dortmund, aren't they? they? Yeah. But then it seems... It's weird, because like everyone knew about this guy at Birmingham at one point, and then it's like, well, why don't you just pay the £5 million or whatever it was? Just take a risk.
4: Now you're going to have to pay, like, 100 plus. It's Easy. A, the Germ, German teams do it fairly often. They take young... English talent, knowing that if they yeah. turn out good, they'll end up getting lots yeah, and lots of going money for them.
0: England. It's
4: quite a, quite a clever little ploy by him. I mean, Bayern Munich effectively used the rest of the Bundesliga like its a, its own youth team. But yeah. Dortmund do well outside of that, picking up players that it might work out with, it might not. So, I mean, no one thought Jude Bellingham would be this good, but everyone knew that he was like some wonder kid at uh, Birmingham. I don't know about you, so Dortmund, much so, Birmingham uh, actually retired his number, didn't they, when he left? And everyone was like, oh, he's only 16, 17, why are you doing that? And then you are going, looking at him now, they knew what they had on their hands, like... Still a bit ridiculous. Like, he didn't do anything at Birmingham. But, you no, he's potentially but... England's main midfielder for the next 10, 15 years. Birmingham yeah, did, yeah. did have an idea that he's one of their star boys, but... I, I don't When a know. big club comes calling, what can you do?
0: I don't know how you feel, but, like... Every game that goes by, I feel less and less confident that we're going to sign him. Just because I think we won't stump up the money.
4: <laughs> We've put all our eggs into this one basket as Jude Bellingham. But if Real Madrid or Man City stump up more money, we won't match it. FSG, oh, okay. they won't do it. Everyone's and also, if we're not the Champions League, why would you well, come anyway? Exactly. Oh,
0: everyone's going to want him. City are going to want him. United are going to want him. Chelsea going yeah. to want him. Real Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern Munich. Everyone will want him. And right.
4: we won't match them in a in a in a in a money thing. We won't pay as no. much wages. We won't stump up as much transfer fee. So, the all eggs in one basket is very bullish.
0: I don't know if he was a Liverpool fan, but I know he's a, a really big Gerard fan.
4: Apparently, his dad was a Liverpool fan or something. I've heard that. That's all like, oh, yeah, he's destined to come. Like, there's yeah. no guarantees in football. Let's I be watched, honest.
0: I watched no. There's no loyalties there whatsoever. But I watched a video. It was an England video, and it was like a game like you know where they blindfold one player and they ask the other player a question but and uh, it was like who would it was Rhys James and Bellingham and it was who would Rhys James want an autograph off I can't remember the three players I and mean, it was Lampard and Gerrard and Rhys James picked Lampard and like Bellingham just pulled the face was like what no it's Gerrard like that gives me like a little bit of hope that he is a Liverpool fan but if we don't pony
1: up the money then it's not going to come is he I think he might, for a one-off sign in definitely break the bank for him. You, you, but then the, you've the spent big Liverpool is deeper than, just than a... just one, isn't Yeah. It might be a one-off signing.
0: I actually was speaking to someone about this, just going back to Liverpool a second, but when we're obviously all talking about this Asian midfield now, I mentioned this to someone, and then I also said we're going to have, if you look at the defence... Like Matip and Van Dijk, they're getting on as well, and they're going to need replacing. And it's just Canate's
1: obviously younger, isn't he? Uh, he's with an eye to the future.
0: Yeah, and we miss Kanate massively. I feel I, he is at the moment. Not, not along with Van Dijk, <laughs> no, he's the starter with Van Dijk. I think yes,
4: but it's just it's just a vicious cycle. And I think. Klopp, because he knows he can trust Matip. If Matip's fit, i I'll, I'll start starting two centre backs because still Van Dijk and Matip. But Konata is definitely pushing. I,
0: uh, no, I think he brings Matip in for the games where he needs like the cool head, the experience. But then I say that Konati started that Champions League final?
4: Can I? Can I played some big games for us? Yeah, but I still think. I think one one argument you can say about Klopp is maybe he's too loyal, which is also part of our problem now with our aging team. But Matip is if it is still a very you know look at the game last night with Napoli I know we conceded very early in the second half but Van Dijk looks so more calm when he's got Matip next to him yeah they, uh, them two as a big partnership there's definitely a long longevity there but is a quality signing for us but yeah there is there is a lot of it's creaking bones isn't it the Liverpool team I know we're going back to Liverpool again like, but <laughs> Well, we and that's why I don't think Jude Bellingham's just the the answer. We need two or three midfielders. Jude Bellingham would be a long-term replacement for 10, 15 years, but we need two or three. It, it's not, just, uh, that's just midfielders.
0: I would just like to see a fully fit 11, just to actually see, oh, are we struggling? Yeah, Something but the, like the problem
4: nice is, is we we do we never see our fully fit 11 because they all are injury prone. I'm
0: glad Jotter's yeah. back. He'll make a big difference. I would dro- consider dropping Salah. To be fair,
4: I think a few of the big names potentially need dropping. I know we're not playing now, but Trent needs dropping. There's something going wrong there. I think it's because he thinks he's undroppable. I think he needs dropping. Salah's been quiet. Maybe you could drop him if further people are available. But yeah. <laughs> I don't um... know, man. Right, Thiago. Thiago's back, so I'm chucking all my all my eggs oh, into the Thiago Alcantara is amazing. Please stay fit control. and help us. he,
0: on, but he can't <laughs> stay fit. He's made out
4: of cheese. He's got cheese string legs. But when he's fit, oh my oh, god, Tiago Alcantara! That
0: not it. Isn't
4: that funny? Yeah, made
0: out of cheese. But yeah, um, should we move on to the final topic? VAR. We've probably said everything we want to say about it, to be honest. But I don't know if anyone has any ideas on what they think. Could be done to streamline it, make it better.
4: I I mean, it might be rather than just saying about VAR and all the things wrong with it, can I just say I preferred football before VAR? Yeah. I think VAR has actually made football less enjoyable to watch, created bigger problems when things go wrong, and even down to the point of you can't even properly celebrate a goal anymore because you're going, oh, this might get chalked off, oh, no, it's not. The initial rush of a goal is gone. it's oh, like, unless you're going to code but... Yeah, just v- VAR for me kills the enjoyment of football a little bit. Yeah, are, kind of like, we
0: scored, but hang on. Just hang on a second. Just just wait. just wait.
2: Well, I said that. I well, we actually watched it with George and Luke and Luke obviously jumped up and started celebrating. I just stayed in the chair because I, I, to be honest, I actually knew he was offside anyway. But it was like, you, yeah, you can't actually celebrate it. And I agree. I think it's made it much less enjoyable now. It's just it seems like they've highlighted all the things that were wrong before, like under like a microscope now, and, and they're just still getting things wrong. So I don't really see the benefit of it at all, to be honest. No. Um, which which is
4: weird. Feel, it works in other, in other countries, doesn't it? And obviously... I was just going to say, is it the Sorry, reason that we have, is it
1: because in other countries, it doesn't seem to be as a contentious point I think where you get in the wrong decisions Constantly, is it the subjective think, decisions they're getting wrong where they don't want to uh, disagree with their mate, or is it?
4: I don't seems know.
0: To be a bit of that going on, doesn't it? I yeah. think
4: you hit the nail on the head. It VAR itself works if it's implemented properly, but the people in charge of it in the UK are terrible. <laughs> then do, do they do I a poor job in Europe? Has anyone noticed? Yeah, I've never
1: seen that. I think there's less. Yeah, there's less. Maybe bad, they follow
5: a different decisions.
1: rule decisions. set. Or... I mean, I think that's one of them. Uh, you, it could go either way. It, it, right, what it, happened yeah. tonight? So there was a handball in the Man United game. Yeah, but that's
0: not an English referee, though, is it? No, exactly. It's VAR. So, also,
2: yes. it was the right decision as well. So, of course, the CBS is <laughs> <say it's> not. <laughs> what I mean is... English no, seriously, and... CB? do you think that wasn't a handball? Just out of curiosity. It hit
5: his knee. And they went okay. on to It wasn't, out, wasn't outstretching. It wasn't handball. And it was a point blank, too. So there's
2: no way that was handball. So, in your opinion, VAL looked at that and got it wrong, yeah? Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> just going back to how like, I think we can change it. Like, obviously, you said before, Fry, you don't agree. But to me, offsides are the one where they should be getting it right because there's just not a question. Like, Alright, yeah, but the problem with the offsides though is everyone
2: says offsides are black and white, you know, it's it you're either onside or you're offside. Like, okay, I understand that in principle on like you know, on paper, yeah, that makes sense. But when someone's like the hair follicles are in front, is that offside
0: or not? Like where do you draw the then, line? Like, this, this is, is not what they are, fing- is it? This is the rules. Yeah, the, the rules yeah, that's are what I'm wrong, saying. and the rules may need
2: changing. Well, no, I, no, but you don't change the rules to fit VAR. You keep the rules as they are now. I, the point I, want, I was making in the chat the other day was: if there's a clear and obvious error, someone being offside, then they look at it and then they go, "Oh yeah, he was miles offside. How have I missed that? this all allowed. Not when it's like someone's like toe. Oh yeah, his his, his that, toe, that's like if the, the lines rules, are isn't it? overlapping. And all yeah, but if any.
5: If if you can score from any part of your body, if that's offside, and it's ahead of the defender, yeah, Yeah. that's
0: as you said, you can't change the rules because of to suit VAR. But I think VAR is such like VAR is running the game now, basically.
2: No, but okay. So if any part of you that can score is in front of the defender, then you're offside. Yeah. Okay. So that's the rules. Okay. So that's the rules, right? So where where do we sort of where do we draw the line on that then? So, if my no pun intended if my if my, che- yeah, no okay. pun if my chest yeah okay literally so so if so if my chest is like like a
4: half inch behind the then you're offside. I'm offside.
0: It that is literally black and white.
4: There no I don't idea. have a issue. If, if it's a cold so. night and you've got bullet nips, you can score with them bullet yeah. nips. Oh,
2: yeah, basically, oh. <laughs> <need to laughs> tape everything, take everything oh, down. Tape everything down. Um, <laughs> to just to try and get an advantage. I just.
1: Know, this like, new system Sam in says. the Champions League looks interesting. Uh, well, I, I think it's different to the one we use in the UK. I think it's HawkEye we use in the UK in yeah, the yeah. Premier League. It, it creates um, like a three D image
0: of them, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it seems to be a, a lot quicker as well. Right. Well, I, a, I just as an
2: Everton fan, I can say obviously I I don't know anything about the Champions <laughs> League. So, go on, explain it to me, Sam. What
1: what is it? <laughs> Villarreal. So it's essentially, I don't know, I don't know the technology, I've always seen it used in practice, um, where it seems to be able to 3D map the pitch and basically pick out if the attack is offside or onside, um, rather than freezing the frame, drawing the line on when the ball's kicked. I don't know, it seems like a smoother system.
2: Well, that'd be interesting to know then if they saw VAR in the Premier League and was like, wow, that's the that's the bronze package, let's buy the gold package then for Champions League because why Why are the Premier League not gone straight in for that? Because they've awarded the contract to okay. Hawker. Yeah. yeah, and again, back to money again, that's what I mean, it's just <laughs> Oh yeah, they, they don't, don't have the AR Championship
0: do they, for example? Just,
2: yeah. I just, Can I just, I just say be, I've just, just, just read... In regards to the offsides, by oh. the way, sorry, just my last thing I, I, I think it should be a clear and obvious error, if it's if it's like if it's you fork that's like, like, that's not for me. In my eyes, that's not offside. If if your like body is behind the defender, then yeah, you're offside. But like, if your if your head is leaning forward as you're sprinting, and that's that's behind the defense, well, the rest of your body isn't even. Your yeah, your I agree onside. with that. I agree with that. So, but it's it so, be part of the issue or like that?
1: with the other decisions is how subjective it is. So if you make offside subjective, you're going to end up with decisions all over the place.
2: Yeah, but that's what I mean. That's 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 why now, is, uh,
1: like it, it seems like yeah, as you say, like one like okay. Yeah, it's annoying if your issue is offside, but it's offside. Yeah, yeah and it's the it's, same. It's what, it's always been. That's what I mean. It's a fair parameter. I feel like well, there it should be a bit of leeway because, though, because
2: before the AR, it was down to the linesman who would go, "Yeah, okay." His so when the linesman was looking down that line, was the linesman going, "Oh, his head is behind his body." As Kane put on over the top of the ball through his no. but he wasn't doing that, was he? He was looking at his, his body. He is the person. Like, it, uh, I, I understand I, It's a, a bit silly from. that your Don't hip
0: can be ahead of someone yeah. and you're offside because you're not going to uh, try and shoot with your hip.
4: VAR ultimately was brought in to, like to like stop the was, wasn't it? Trying to like yeah. Yeah. And and but now eyes. that you know the all of the law.
2: Yeah, we'll just. Your, yeah, your, your hair follicle is offside, so you're offside. Like I get the black and white bit, but it's just it's a little bit frustrating. I think when you're trying to watch it. Yeah.
4: No, I, I, VAR was there for the ones where there's a guy yard off onside or offside. It's not for the oh he's offside by a toenail clipping. Those there's almost to be like a corridor or a slight almost margin of error in a way. It feels like they're going, and that's why decisions are taking so long, it's because they're going hang on, oh he's, he's offside by like, you know, that bullet nipple but, as I said you before. See, you see them
0: drawing the lines as well, sometimes it doesn't even seem like they're drawn at the right angle or like not Because even the that's right the, the human
4: error aspect are the lines definitely put incorrectly because it's done by a person? That's why That's yeah. why I do like this new idea of this one that's done yeah. by the I'm computer just because... at
0: now and it just it kind of highlights a part of the body that's through, basically, there's an invisible yeah. wall where the line is, and if there's a part of the body through it, it highlights it. Like Everton fans oh could God. draw the line to make Connor Cody onside,
2: so it's just. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yeah, but but that's, what, mean, that's what I mean. As like, they did on it, Twitter, Is yeah. <laughs> it
4: Bellio Belli on Twitter? Was like, how was yeah. this not onside? They <laughs> drew <laughs> the lines like completely cockeyed, like so, <laughs> so to try and make it just just
2: sides. Then what I'd say is, like, to make it better. Like okay, so like the Connor Cody one for example, I don't even know if the linesman put his flag up or not. Um, no, he so he didn't, right? Okay, no. so to me, that's that's going to be a good example then. So ball comes in, we score. Linesman doesn't put his flag up. Guys in VAR don't do any lines; they just watch it back and they go, "He's clearly offside." They go, "Right, I don't need to draw you a line. Go and have a look. I'm telling you, he's offside now. If you're happy to just..." Accept that, then they blow the whistle, or they go and look at it, or whatever. But not when it again. It's an over-the-top Kevin De Bruyne ball to Haaland, and Haaland, again. His his eyebrows are offside. It's like well, I think there's not there a could be eyebrows, with
1: with a time limit. Like you've only got thirty seconds, forty-five seconds to look at the incident, and if it's yeah, not clear, like well, yeah. it's the on-field decision. <laughs> I feel yeah, like that's I agree with that.
0: That could cause more uproar though, because like you'd see fans like say. The ref didn't do it fast enough or whatever to see it, but it's clearly offside and then fans have got more things to moan about.
2: Well, no, if it's clearly offside, then it's easy to see because you watch it back. That's yeah. I mean. But then, When, but then you when said, it's not clear, you leave it. Yeah. Like, you said, whatever was on pitch, leave it, yeah.
0: You saw that Connor was offside from the off. Yeah. It took them like two minutes to find out.
2: Yeah, because they were drawing lines, and they had to they had to get in, like, do all the maths and all the rest of it. The thing is, I, yeah. I, I could this... see it live. I could see it live. I thought he was offside straight away. I don't know if you
4: remember uh, obviously the last, me, obviously the last. I, was, I thought he was offside, and you were agreeing with me, and obviously we were supporting different teams, yeah. whereas Luke was just li- loving the moment and going absolutely wild, not caring about... If anything, <laughs> he, had, he had what it should have been like, you <laughs> yeah. know, before VAR came, and you should have been like that as well. Was that free But... We both were like, oh, that looks offside, that. And so you didn't overly celebrate at all. And I was like i'm pretty sure that's offside that better be offside yeah. <laughs> yeah. what, I, what i should have done was enjoyed those 20 seconds of bliss
0: where i thought we'd
4: actually yeah should've, you
0: should have just enjoyed it and walked out <laughs> but <of> that's <laughs> like i said is
4: my problem with vr is it you know it, even now y- you should be celebrating like perfect i know oh, we're talking about people that no one else knows or at least in the chat you know you know the other evertonian that we were watching the game with celebrated madly like you should Whereas you didn't, and you show what modern supporters are like, and he showed what it should be like. It was a perfect yeah. like night and day version of how VAR sucked a bit of life out of the game. Ultimately, I'm yeah. glad, to, obviously, the goal wasn't allowed because I was supporting Liverpool, but you should have just been able to support or celebrate like Connor Cody did in that moment. But with VAR now, it's not the case.
0: You see that video of Nunes just like doing the VAR thing next to Connor. Who... Yeah, yeah,
4: but then, like I said, we, we were talking before about how people aren't going to like him. He, he has got a bit of that shit out about him, he needs which to is keep nice. It back,
0: doesn't he? He needs to give it back. Sorry, I just, I, sorry, I just swore so that. Oh, the we made it. I was literally was just right about now. to say. I was literally just about to say. Has anyone, anyone got anything else to add before we finish?
4: And you <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously going on about VAR, it, you, they need to look at other sports and how it works. So. The TMO in in rugby, they go, is there any reason I cannot allow this as a try? Is there any evidence why this should not be given as this? And in VAR, they're just so definitively trying to do something. What
0: about if they have like a challenge system like tennis? So you
4: can't go to VAR, <laughs> VAR for everything? I, I don't like the challenge aspect of it. In tennis, it's very much, has it hit the line or not? And it's down to the the, the the player versus the lines judge rather than the actual Hawkeye, which is a definitive answer. I don't like the challenge thing. You do it I, in cricket I, I, as I well. I think it should just that's be...
0: More, that's like less cut and dry, isn't it?
4: You know, I, I know football's a lot harder than tennis because tennis is just a ball hitting a line and the, the line Hawkeye is definitive on that. But I think the way that rugby the guy... is the most similar to football... The guy who's And the way the... that they do it is a lot
0: better. The guy who's calling for the challenge, so the, the guy who thinks he's the final man, he could be the one calling for the challenge, and it's basically, is he behind him or
4: ahead of him?
1: <laughs> it's no, hard to I, I know. know, I think, I in the moment, isn't it, with football? I think because it's non be like, You get the pauses anyway, in the other sports.
4: Because also crazy. in tennis, when they do run out of challenges, then bangers can still be made, but you haven't got a challenge so tough. I, I don't like the challenge system. I, I that, that's I, I disagree with that one. With VAR, if it's here to stay, it needs to be implemented better, or the standard of officiating needs to be better. I think maybe so Unfortunately, I don't, it don't think it's going to go away now. I think, personally, I, I don't like VAR, and I'd happily get rid of it. But it's here to stay. We're in the technolo- technological age, so we just need to have it being implemented better.
0: Maybe they need to take it away for couple of years and sort well, it out and then bring it back. I've, I've always it's, thought It's, it's, that it's the of
4: refere- in this country, that's the problem. Sorry, go yeah, on. I always,
0: no,
2: sorry. Right. I, I always thought personally, like growing up watching football and stuff, that the referee and like, how they officiate the game lines wasn't just another aspect of the game. It was like, sometimes you get a decision and it goes your way when it shouldn't have and sometimes you get a decision <laughs> go against you when it shouldn't have. It was just part of
0: the, it was just part of Football. like sometimes it happened, sometimes it didn't. Um, I think the but, issue is there's so much money involved in football now. Yeah, that's why VAR that's came in. Well,
4: even more so, the Premier League. You said it yourself. It's you know the amount of transfers. It's the biggest. It's the most lucrative, and yet the standard of refereeing seems so much worse than ever else. It's. I, 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 looked, I looked it up when we were talking. Uh, you know, at the 2018 FIFA World Cup, there were no. English or British officials there I know yeah that shows the standard standard. I mean to be fair best league in the world I know we're saying that because we're all Premier League fans but if you look at the transfers and all the players that come over it it is realistically and yet the standard of officiating is so poor it's 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 but again you got to think as well the game it changed itself has changed as well though hasn't it from
2: I'm not just bringing up Ericsson because it was not just him but I'm just saying that as an example like, you know, when players are just throwing themselves around and like just throwing themselves down, and then claiming it's you know it's a foul, and then you have cost them a goal, and then you have cost the team two points. Like, again, back in the day, you'd never get that. You you know it was it was much more of a physical game, wasn't it? Whereas now, yeah, I miss that. Yeah, now. I don't know about you, you guys,
0: but when when we played football when we were younger, if I got challenged or whatever, or shoulder barged and I fell over, I would never ever ever show that I was hurt, even if it killed i felt like the other guy was winning whereas now yeah. in football it's like yeah, but the touch, thing is you just cry. if
2: you were playing for your team then back in school and it was the difference between like you getting a million pound like a uh, parachute payment from getting relegated or you know a 13 million pound dv deal just to you rolling around on the floor or not you're gonna roll around the floor aren't
3: you well yeah true but that's what I mean.
2: It's just. It's showing money, like, my
0: point of view, Like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Do we all want a laugh to go out on?
3: Well, I was going to say, just before you go on for a laugh, um, I was going to say there is a shining light for VAR, potentially. I don't you've seen, yeah. uh, yes, Howard Webb is taking over. I'm all
1: for he... this.
0: That's not a shining um. light. That's a shining light to Man United fans. I'm That's very happy yeah, with that maybe, decision,
4: maybe. More uh, oh, great for <laughs> Manchester referees in the Prem. Yeah, great, brilliant, mate. <laughs> no, I mean, realistically, they no, no, no. need someone with authority so, to step up on VAR. Yeah, Chelsea, be, what is he, doing there, though? Is he like running it? He's, he's, been... he's going to be the new
3: head of like the VAR team effectively, yeah. Yes, he's been doing that in the MLS for the last few years, and apparently he promised to uh, cast it in a different light when he comes I think to Accountability
1: is a big one. So if you do get the decisions wrong, there is, uh, you know, there are. Consequences, yeah. Again, back in the day,
2: refs made the bad decisions all the time, and they never got dragged through the coals. It was
4: just part of the game, innit? it? Just... Oh, they did. They did. I mean, referees have always been like the yeah, bad You know, they might have a chance. You got who's the bastard in the black or any kind of anything like that. No, referees are always deemed There goes all the kids that were gonna listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, generally, expect. Oh, there's worse on that. He's just That's saying. He's, uh... honest, but. <laughs> the referees are always like the Panther villains, don't you? Howard
2: Webb and he starts swearing as a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it wasn't exactly like wasn't Howard
0: Howard David Webb, David one of the
3: Elenish. um. On. Hang on. So there so wasn't he one of the referees like, he was saying before about how like there, there was no British representatives at the World Cup or whatever. Wasn't Howard Webb one of like the main refs a few years back? If I going God. back
0: a bit now. He's done
1: a World Cup final, hasn't he, I think? Yeah. You know,
0: the last time I remember him is when uh, he gave an outrageous decision at Old Trafford. One of them. I don't and, recall uh, that. And Ryan Babble, <laughs> Ryan Babble tweeted a picture of him with a United shirt on and got a ban for it.
4: And then got fined and banned for it, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny.
0: Do you remember when players used to
2: get retrospective uh, bans for diving? diving? I remember that. You remember the year to get that?
0: You, well, wasn't it an Everton player? Because I think it was only it was only it was only one player who did it. Because I remember you were dead excited. you were like, ah, oh, it's finally going to stop. All these players diving and the first ever one and the only ever one I think was an Everton fan. Yeah,
2: I'm not Everton player, know, sorry, I'm Everton player. Sorry, player. I'm into conspiracy theories or anything. I'm just going to Google his name now because I've forgotten who it was. I think there but, might yeah.
0: have been two to be fair, and the first one was an Everton fan. Yeah, it
2: was. Why do I keep saying fan player, No, we Everton were. The, d- no, we were the. Um... Uh, it was it was ours. That was the last one. I'm sure it was. Ah, um, oh, it's gonna bug me now. Who it is? I'll Google it now. I'll come back.
0: Does anyone else have anything to add before I give you all a laugh? While well, he searches that. Oh, I no. thought
2: how would the web be in the shining light was a laugh. But...
0: No, no, no. The laugh <laughs> is. So while I was looking at this VAR, the Champions League odds have appeared on the page, and okay. Liverpool are currently third favourites to win the Champions League.
4: Well, that's right now looks foolish. <laughs> right worried. now, I'm worried if we even get out of the group because if we City. play like we have been against Ajax, we're in trouble. So I don't see that.
0: City of two, um, PSG are five to one, we're eleven to two Bayern Munich thirteen to two, Real Madrid nine to one. Should we so order the a whole nine to one?
3: Should we order a little prediction and come back to it at the end of the season? Who do we think is going to win Champions League?
0: Uh, I'm going. To... Matt will hold against You. You've got to go, City, haven't you?
2: Well, no, I'm going to see who Braceville is going to go with because um They're I can't, I can't get slated for. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you can't pick Arsenal, fry. They're not in it. <laughs> <laughs> right, do you know what? I'm going to go outside then because I'm, I'm an Arsenal fan. I'm going to go Spurs. I'm going to say Spurs are going to win it for the first time. They're there 14 to Figure one. that one out, CB. Go on. I'm an Arsenal and a Spurs fan. Figure that one out. you're still
5: an Arsenal fan.
0: Well, he
4: obviously is. 100 to to 1 Ajax. Or at Spurs. Ajax. 14 to 1 Tottenham. Man City with Haaland, you'd think probably are favourites. Did you say they are favourites? But Man City also, they've been getting away with leaking goals, and I think that's Mm. where they'll come unstuck against good teams. I I, I don't want City to win it. I think Bayern Munich is for me is the pick. I think Bayern Munich will be there or thereabouts. I think Bayern. I, I'm going to change.
0: You can't pick City, let's say that. I'm going <laughs> to change Madrid. You can pick who you want. I mean,
4: no, you you can't, can't pick City. You can pick who you want. Man City are probably favourites, and with Haaland scoring <laughs> goals for <laughs> <with laughs> fun, they're weird. probably there or thereabouts. But... It,
1: it pains me to say it, but I think City, uh, it's a matter of time before yeah, they do we win Champions League. And the Pep. I know, but I, I feel like it's a matter of time. And I, I would just be happy. Po- it's, possibly it's possible this year. I think we need to pull the plaster off.
0: Let City win it so Pet buggers off.
1: And then we the can start goes. again until he
0: wins. So
2: Isn't that what we were thinking about Liverpool in the Premier League? Just let him let you win and then flop, then just go. <laughs> the it seems go. to have helped.
4: <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of quietly quit, <laughs> hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. Oh. Right, so anyone, anyone else got anything to say before we end? Well, yeah. Who else? Who hasn't done a prediction?
3: I was just going to say I'm hoping Munich win it so I can see Mane left in the trophy and like all the memes of clock <laughs> <laughs> I saw a
0: meme before and it it was uh, Mane. I mean, if anything, the
4: opposite. I think most Liverpool fans will want Mane to win it if we don't. Yeah. We especially do. if it might stop City. I'm, I'd oh, be right, no, interested. Oh, no, First time my Mane, I think.
5: I might
2: who, who did you vote for, Chris?
4: <laughs> CB's like, oh, I don't want to see that now, I've yeah, changed my
2: yeah. mind. <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you, I've opened my eyes now and the perspective uh, I don't Oh, to... so you did yeah.
4: fall asleep then. Yeah. CB was having a go ball 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 at Fryer being a closet Arsenal yeah. and CB was a closet Liverpool fan until I made, made him aware <laughs> of it. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I actually
4: was thinking of, what was I thinking of? <sighs> Who have you picked,
5: CB? I did pick
0: Bayern. Yeah. PSG.
1: Pick-
5: you nah.
0: can't pick. You can't pick Bayern
2: because Man is there. You can't pick City because of the City. So the he's City. going through the list in his head.
0: Real Madrid because you've got Casemiro from them.
3: Yeah. Nah. I'm going to go with Barca. I said it before. Barca. I, still,
0: back. I, still Barca. I still Barca are 18 to one. Which is crazy money. Should we end it there? Yeah, well, just to end on a joke, then it was
2: uh, Everton's uh, Nias um, came the first Premier League player charged. That's with who it was. Yeah, yeah, deceiving wow, a match of Striker, wasn't he? Faces a potential. I on about him. Man. Yeah, it's uh...
1: Umar Nias was it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: I just love the wording of this as well. The uh, becomes the first player, as if like there was going to be a list of others charged with successfully deceiving a match official, like, I've mean, oh, do you know what, just, I'll stop there before I get... <laughs> like you're reading <laughs> out a
0: statement to a criminal or something. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, so, just to get it on record, is everyone here Monday? or Anyone yes. not here? Maybe are exactly. you here Monday? Yes. Right, so Essentially no podcast. games to talk about there. Oh, well, well, we'll just do some topics. Play it by ear. And... Yeah, we'll come up with some topics, so we'll do the next one for Monday. Uh, yeah, been another good one. Thanks for joining us. It's been a good one. It's been good fun. They all are, to be fair, so... Yeah. yeah. See you next time.
5: Like and subscribe. Follow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: my I can dad... really say the socials to... I know my dad's going to listen to it, so...
5: My dad won't.
0: <laughs> I don't know if he knows how to use Twitter. But... My dad won't. What? My dad won't.
5: So you
2: get Steve to listen to it, Matt. Absolutely, Absolutely not. He only do. watches real football, which is non-league Welsh <laughs> football. That's, that's well, real that, football. Was, yeah, it was that, was
5: that a sport?
4: Yeah, real. they will make move? us run into like a Colin Bay section, will Oh, it's Colin Bay news this week. <laughs> yeah. that,
5: that picture still makes me laugh when uh, was he watched was uh, a sport yeah. and he
1: refused to move.
5: With yeah, he refused advanced. to move to
4: the
2: other side and he's just stood there by himself.
1: I, I like when he went to the new Camp and pulled out a real scarf. The yeah. real scarf at
2: the new Camp, yeah. And then sent me the picture and I was like, please don't put this on social media. <laughs> and then he ended up in the news, didn't he? he ended up in the, the journal? News. Yeah, they put it in the journal. Wow. Random man from Pristatin pulls out a real scarf. It'd
5: be funny if it was in the promoting
0: their town. <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: There's an influx uh, of
5: Spanish visitors now, to real. Yeah, I think that, yeah,
4: just. Oh. <laughs> I put in some is it just. Spots. <sighs> some guys from Barcelona rock up, like, what the <laughs> hell have we done,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just to go back to social CB, Shout-outs is it real. just halftime team talk on Anchor?
5: Yeah.
0: yeah so you just found is a halftime team talk on Anchor, on Spotify, uh, and on Twitch. Twitter is Halftime TA2 if you want to follow us there and uh, yeah that's about it cheers YouTube take hey, classy Team Talk
5: keep classy
4: believe it or not subscribe but yeah a podcast with absolutely no mention of burning kids success